Ryan Grantham was a Canadian child actor with more than three dozen roles under his belt, including parts in iZombie, Riverdale, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. After admitting to watching hours of brutal and violent executions for months on the dark web, his hidden fantasies finally became a reality. That's today on Death in Entertainment. Live from Los Angeles. 911, what is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder, injury, and death. Oh my God! Shocking new details that has stunned the entertainment world. Um, this makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. <gasps> what do you call this thing, anyway? Death in entertainment. Oofta! What's going on, debtors? What the debtors? What the Wachanowskis? <laughs> <laughs> the term is deado. Yeah. Deado. Uh, I don't know if Oofta is a Canadian thing, but our story today takes us to Canada, and the closest thing I know when it comes to like the accent and the the speech is like uh, Minnesota-ish, I guess. Like Fargo or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh yeah. Oh how you doing? Yeah. Yeah. How's the bacon? The maple bacon. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on everybody my name is kyle ploof my name is mark Mulcarin, and i'm alejandro dowling and we are jumping into episode 56 oh man diary of a wimpy killer bum, yeah yeah bum. whoa you're already naming it right out the gate here. out the gate yeah out the, gate. That's the how title it... is thrown down the gauntlet is thrown down <laughs> that's how certain we are of this title okay. and now we gotta lock that gate yeah exactly lock, lock the gate lock the gate deados ow ow I just shit my death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Do you so, want to tell the deados about our Hong Kong news? Oh, we haven't told them yet. Yeah. Let's let's get all the, the you know, family or the uh, housing. Yes. Or home economics. What yeah. are we talking about? <laughs> housekeeping. Housekeeping. Housekeeping, family business, yada, yes. yada, yada. Housekeeping me fluff pillow. Yeah. So we already know that we're top 200 in Italy. Uh, we have announced already that we reached peak chart in uh, Slovakia was number 51 true crime podcast Hold up. in Slovakia. And this past week, we have reached, fellas, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Number 30 on the Hong Kong true crime charts. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Woo! My Lord, was that as of today? I, I didn't even see that. Yeah, that was this past week. Fucking A. Yeah, so thank you to our listeners in Hong Kong. Didn't yeah. know we had you. Yeah. But we got you. We like people that are just losing their freedom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, I have maybe no I shouldn't say that. opinion about that. I love China. Love China. I love the food. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you well, can't go wrong with the food. Sure. Yeah, the, the food is amazing. Yeah. Well, at least in America, American Chinese food. Okay. okay let's just say it's great. <laughs> now we're losing them. We're losing everyone. Right. Come back. Come back. Come back. Now we're the number number 30 enemy in <laughs> yeah. Hong Kong. Trying yeah. desperately to appeal to anyone who will take us. Yeah. Let's just move on. So, okay. Let's go on. Now that the housekeeping's done, the dishes okay. are done. Yes. This uh, is done, dude. Done, dude. And now we are traveling all the way to March 31st. 2020. Okay, well, let me uh, pop it off here with the... Pop it off. Pop it off, boy. These these are the Billboard top three music hits right now. 
for March 31st, 2020. Number three. Yeah, right now, then. Right now, then. If we're in 2020 <laughs> right I, now. Hey, I get into character. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm method with this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, number three. Don't start now by Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. I don't know who that is. Uh, if you don't want to see me dancing with somebody. Don't hmm. do. Ah, this is what we were looking forward to, Kyle singing yes. these songs. Yeah. You still I, didn't know it? I thought Dua Lipa was in the room right there. Yeah. Uh, if she is, <laughs> could she please leave? <laughs> could she please leap uh, out of the room? Yeah. Hello. Okay. That brings us to number two, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. This one I do know. Yes. Me too. That's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, he did the ha- the Super Bowl halftime show. Yes. Or he's going to. No, he, he just did. He just no, did he's going to it this time okay yeah oh right 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 yes we're talking about right now then yeah yeah if it's 2020 (laughs) yeah we have a big dry erase board and a lot of like pins around we're trying to figure out what where we are right now yeah this is like a christopher nolan movie okay number one (laughs) the box by roddy rich yeah Hmm. what is that i don't know the words i just say gibberish during the song because i don't know what he's saying is roddy rich related to roddy piper (laughs) <laughs> or I buddy wish. buddy rich or buddy rich yeah <laughs> alejandro what's going on with the movies right now right now march 2020 the nba has just closed down will they close down restaurants and the bars we don't know <laughs> but the box office has sonic the hedgehog at number three. Wow. The, the Jim Carrey vehicle. Yeah. There was a uh, conspiracy theory that they released a trailer with a very shitty looking Sonic the Hedgehog. And then fans on Twitter got so upset about it that they made them. They physically did redo the entire movie with a new updated Sonic that wasn't as creepy looking. Wow. They physically and did it. The conspiracy theory is that they did this on purpose to get advertising for the show get people riled up about it really yeah then it's brilliant because that worked it would have no, yeah. but that's a conspiracy theory but they really did the fans did bitch about it right? so bad that they did redo it and push it back yeah he looked like roadkill in the first version it was very creepy yeah yeah i mean it was creepy in the second version too <laughs> but less creepy it was more cartoony creepy but right. that's a pretty ballsy uh marketing move right there but, i don't know if they have that to to waste on a hundred million dollar movie or something <laughs> i don't know yeah. And you know what? Why didn't they do that to the live-action Lion King that was a couple years before? God, that was bad. Those animals were creepy. Yeah. Nobody complained. Like, Pumbaa looks like a warthog. <laughs> a real one. <laughs> Alejandro's going off on his own personal things. Though. Okay, number two. <laughs> the Invisible Man with that actress from Mad Men. And from Scientology. Oh, uh, uh, Christina Hendricks? No. No, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, oh uh, and Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. Elizabeth Moss. There we yeah. go. Yeah. Ex-wife of Fred Armisen. I like that movie, actually. Fred Armisen? Yeah. He's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Invisible Man. Did not a, see it. It was a fun one. I don't you saw it? Fun. it was, yeah. Yeah, it was about okay. trauma and like, you know, Oof, it yeah. was kind of like a heightened uh, thriller. Yeah, they put a new spin on it. Yeah. And then... It uh, came back to bite the Invisible Man. I don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Okay. So you got to watch it. Yeah. I will watch it. Yeah. This year of 2020 that we're in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Carry the five. I did see memoirs of an Invisible Man. 
with Chevy Chase. Yeah. Oh, nice. Back it was in the day. Way better than that. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Because yeah. that's a high bar. It's, yeah. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Did you have more to say about no, that? Nothing else. Okay. <laughs> Number one movie. March 31st, 2020. Onward. The Dead Dad Disney movie. What? Yeah. It's uh, the DDD. Yeah, the DDD. <laughs> I haven't heard of this one. Yeah, so it's about two kids that go on a quest to um, find their dead dad, who is like they did a spell with a a stick, and a his stick. His dad's. This uh, is a cr- great pitch you're giving us right now. His dad's. <laughs> only... You know, one of them sticks. They did like a spell. The thing. dad is dead, and there's a stick somewhere. So they're trying to bring him back to life because they're into like Magic the Gathering and like Harry Potter type shit. So they have like this magic stick that the so dad... they're very cool kids. Yeah. So the dad gives them, uh, he leaves them a stick that is like a magic wand, I guess. In the will, he leaves them a stick. Yeah. Okay. And that he wa- will sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. That's like Tom Cruise in Rain Man. He gets the shit under the stick. Yeah. Literally Hello? gets the shit under the stick. Kid. I said he gets the shit end of the stick. The only person, person, the only creature that will be happy with a stick in the well is Lassie. You Hello. know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> they do this spell, and only half of the dad is like recreated into reality. So it's just their dad's legs, and they're trying to figure out how to go on a quest and get the the top half of him. Well, we were going through a weird mm. time mentally, America, with their move with yeah. our movies at that time. So if you ever want to see a Disney movie about two kids hanging out with their dead dad's dick for two hours, hey, that's whoa. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a log line for you. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the invisible man first. There yeah, you go. Then you see about the dad's dick. Well, yeah. Okay, the story of Ryan Grantham. Ryan Grantham was born in the year 1998. This is the first uh, subject that we have that we do not know what their actual birthday is. Conflicting reports online. We don't actually know. Some people say November 98. Some people say January. Who knows? Who cares? What was he born in the bush or something? He was born in British Columbia, Canada. So there's just no records of this person? I don't know. There's no, he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Really? How weird is that? Yeah. He I don't doesn't. Know, no. I don't know if people scrubbed him or what. Wikipedia is doing weird things these days where, you know, some of the information is a little flimsy these days. Yeah. The Well, the, I don't want to jump the gun, but in the Diary of a Wimpy Kid wiki fandom page, not the official Wikipedia, but he has a little entry for his appearance in the movie. And then it says at the top, actor and murderer. Ah, that's funny. He's a hyphenate. <laughs> yeah, multi hyphenate. <laughs> yeah. uh, he grew up with his sister Lisa, and they were raised by their mother Barbara. They had no dad. He just like as soon as they were born, just took off. He was half invisible, later. half dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh. like, and I'm taking the stick with me. <laughs> and I'm taking my dick with me. <laughs> you don't even get the stick. Yeah. <laughs> You don't get the dead dad's dick stick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So their father, he just went and fucked off. Uh, So their mom, she was like, by all accounts, such a nice lady. She wanted the best lives for her kids. 
she did everything possible to become like their biggest cheerleader and supporter. Ryan wanted to become an actor, so she became like his manager and just helped him get roles. Just got and, him out there on auditions. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah. And that's super rare in the world of child entertainment, as we know, that usually stage moms and like set moms are just complete fucking lunatics. They're monsters. They're, yeah. they're the people like I should have gotten the attention and I'm going to take it out on you through my kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're just like going super hard on them and they're controlling. Border- like the Lohan family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oof. Borderline, if not actually abusive, being like, you're going to live my dream, you son of a bitch. Kit Culkin too was like that. Yeah. Uh, the Culkin's dad. And that's another thing. Like, she wasn't spending his money or anything. Like he was getting his own money and did not get Culkin. She's one of those rare scenarios where she just did it out of the goodness of her heart to help her son and set aside the money. Unlike you know Mickey Rooney and his family, who took yeah. all the money out of the goodness of her heart, though. Or is she looking for some income for the family? No, she, like I said, she's not like doing the Macaulay Culkin guide to. Uh, yeah, where it's like it's all of our money now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't family money. This was like she was setting him up. And making sure that he was getting paid and being in movies and stuff like okay, that. Okay, and what was her occupation? His manager. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get a 10% So she cut. was taking 10%. No, but let's call a spade a spade. Let's admit that she's also using it for the family. Yeah, but she's not bankrupting him. All right. No, it's not like just big community money. Like the the Phoenix family just taking it. Hey, this is all our money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks, River, for work, for slaving for, you know... 20 hours a day. Yeah. But River allowed it. <laughs> Macaulay was like, fuck you, dad. Yeah. yeah. I he, put he, the he hands divor- on my face. I should div- get the money. He divorced his dad. He, he did. did. And yeah. he divorced his dick. And Drew Barrymore, too, <laughs> did that, I believe. Did she? Yeah. They emancipate. Yeah. They're like, fuck this. So he had, by all accounts, pretty much like a normal childhood other than, you know, being cast in movies. He went to school. It's not like he was, like, taken away and, like, not living a normal life. Nice mom. Great mom. They're Canadian. Yes, they're Canadian. And him and his mom, even though they were manager, uh, client relationship, mother, son, they were also, like, best friends and did everything together. Wow. At nine years old in 2007, he got cast in his first made-for-TV movie called The Secret of the Nutcracker. This logline. In this innovative version of the world-famous Christmas story, 12-year-old Clara takes a magical journey on Christmas Eve to find her father in a World War II prisoner of war camp. Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's not the story of the Nutcracker. It has nothing to do with World War II. No, I don't remember the Nutcracker eating Jews. Oh, Uh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember the Nutcracker taking showers that were (laughs) filled with gas. I remember this movie. It was like in theaters, right? Uh, it was made for TV in Canada. It might have done like a U.S. run somewhere. <laughs> that would be I funny don't... if they decided to release it in theaters. after <laughs> Internationally. Straight to TV in Canada. Though. Have you Googled any pictures of this? Oh, yeah. I remember a really freaky looking version of the Nutcracker from around that time. It must be the same movie. Is it, it like a swan with like a swastika on it's it? Like, <laughs> it's like Nazi Christmas. Really? Yeah. So instead of the Nutcracker with the like the regalia and the uniform, it's a Nazi outfit? Pretty much. Oh, my God. <laughs> Am I right? Uh, hold on. Let me see. That's a, that's a big swing from, the, <laughs> from these producers. That's even darker than that Onward movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Secret of the Nutcracker. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings From haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. 
over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. I wonder who the diabolical maniac behind this production is. Was that Brian Cox? Yeah. The director is Eric Till, writer John Murrell. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. <laughs> this is the one I was thinking of. Is it? This is the uh, trailer here? Yeah, this is the trailer. She's in Germany. A prisoner of war. I see. Who are you? If I were to say a simple magic... You Fucking Jim! <laughs> That's Brian Cox. Sure is. What is it? He's not cracker, isn't he? Somehow Brian Cox is scarier than his character <laughs> on Succession. Well, he's scared of this movie. It's <laughs> merely show business. Okay, here we go. It's very cheerful I just music noticed, for a Nazi camp. Yeah. I just noticed Ryan Grantham, by the way. There's dancing Holocaust prisoners. Oh my god! <laughs> Now Hitler's doing the splits. <laughs> yeah, now Hitler's breakdancing. He's breakdancing. He broke out the cardboard. <laughs> yeah, cardboard's out. <laughs> Who would want to make this movie? <laughs> Who knows? This looks like a movie that would be in, in the movie Scrooge. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the movies at the beginning yeah, of Scrooge. That gives that old lady the heart attack yeah. and kills her. And, and they're proud of it. Yeah, yeah. There's like people with SS people with machine guns <laughs> shooting the nutcracker in this. Oh my God. So that was 2007 for him. He was nine years old. It ends at the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> <laughs> Do, did you kill all of these nutcrackers? They're still dancing. Yeah. How many nuts did you? <laughs> I'll give you a gas chamber. Oh my god. So the next year in 2008, he went from being that one weird ass 2007 uh, Christmas Nazi film made for TV and then goes on to be in eight TV shows and movies including uh Jumper with Samuel L Jackson and Hayden Christensen. And get this, this is a movie I had no idea had one sequel, never mind two. He was in Slapshot 3. Wait, what? Yeah. Why, and they spread them out because the first one was like eighty one. I think with even Paul Newman late seventies. It might have been, yeah. It could have been, yeah. I think the sequel, the original sequel, number two, was a little closer to the you know the early. Was that 80s. with Sean William Scott with uh, Stifler was, was in that? No, no. You're thinking of Goon. Goon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking of bad hockey <laughs> movies. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be surprised who's in this one. Here's another trailer oh, that here we, we can go. make fun of. <laughs> Going trailer heavier. Out of control. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Never on time. You stood me up. Oh, we got trouble in paradise. I just changed my plans and didn't call. And the Chiefs are the worst team in the junior league. These guys suck. You see who that was? Is that Frank Drabbit? We have to make this town love us again, man. We Leslie Nielsen? Remind them what we're made oh, of. Oh, yeah. To get back on top. They'll need help from the biggest names in hockey. Mark awesome. Messier. No, not dead. <laughs> and they listed two names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're here to show you how to fight back, fellas. They're looking for an, another Mighty Ducks, basically. Yeah. 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 yeah, this is the junior league, so it's the kids. Yeah. But the squirts. This is how you get your jersey over your opponent's head. But they got the original three brothers. Oh, the... Uh, uh, what were those brothers' names? 
and the Hanson brothers. The Hanson brothers. There you go. <laughs> they heard you. Thank you. All right. Comedy legend Leslie Nielsen. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Direct from the morning zoo. Hello, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen. Take your shot. This narrator. It's like K-Rock 2001 yeah. or yeah. something. The Junior League. It's so obnoxious. Yeah, this came out 2008. Oh, man. Who the hell knew Slapshot had a third yeah. fucking movie? It's to, it's to get people over the, the mortgage meltdown in the, yeah. the entire... <laughs> or to give them what they're the, clamoring yeah. for. Yeah. Or to cause it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you lose your house and then you just see that on TV. You see that TV. movie, you go home, and then you put the bullet in your brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Slapshot 2 was in 2002 with Stephen Baldwin and Gary Busey. Oh, okay, my God. Thank you for the clarification. We need to watch that. That is the trilogy right there. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Lord of the Rings or The Godfather. That's a trinity. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> the holy trinity. <laughs> the triptych of evil. Yeah. The father, the son, and the Slapshot sequels. Yeah. So in that one year in 2008, his second year acting, he works with Samuel L. Jackson, Hayden Christensen, and the and Leslie Nielsen. And, and the, the Hanson, Hanson Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> hey, that's a good gig. Yeah. yeah. 2009, he saw even bigger success with multiple TV shows and film. The biggest movie he did that year uh, is a movie we've spoken about in multiple episodes, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Oh, my God. This did- is- he worked with the Heath Ledger? Yes. Well, he did for a little bit. This is the movie that Heath Ledger died before completing. Yeah, and Last it was finished ever. by Colin Farrell, um, Johnny Depp, and who's the third? Oh, uh, Jude Law. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Sure. I, I recall. Hey, I remember hey. my episodes hey. here, okay? <laughs> Question. Okay. Okay. Did Ryan Grantham kill Heath Ledger? He might have slipped him the pills. Really? He might have done it. Well, he's a murderer, so <laughs> we're finding out a lot about <laughs> this person. <laughs> 2010. As well as an actor. <laughs> Randy Quaid is like, you got to watch this kid. Yeah. <laughs> the Star Whackers are coming for you, kid. Good actor, but, but watch your back. <laughs> no, he is the Star Whacker. Yeah. <laughs> Disguised as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> 2010 was also a major win for him. He scored the role of Rodney in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. The series was uh, it was a series of children's books uh, that was hugely popular and got turned into a live action film. It did sixty four million in the box office, and if he wasn't already on the industry's radar, he would be now. Um, I never heard anything about this series, franchise, whatever you call it. I knew nothing about. It. You're like, yeah, I'm doing Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, you're an adult, so yeah. that's well, healthy that without sense. kids. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would I know anything? It'd be about weird this? if you did know it. Well, I thought it was. Yeah, if you knew the plot lines. I and thought everything. it. Was, uh, yeah. Well, when Ryan <laughs> went into the the it's clubhouse, yeah, he wasn't so wimpy anymore. When he <laughs> fell off the tree that time, I thought it was. Uh, um, Yo, because I thought it was like a series that happened like, you know, in the 80s, 90s, and they're just rebooting it. But this is a brand new thing. Yeah, it was a brand new uh, movie. It was just a series of books that came out, and I think it was the 90s and early 2000s. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, hugely popular. You know how with all the headlines with Ryan Grantham, you know, since he, I don't want to give it away, but since he did something. Did something very bad. Most of the headlines say... Diary of a wimpy kid actor going to jail for life. 
He's in the movie for two minutes. Oh, really? He's oh, just really? a big part? He's barely in the movie, and he was not in the sequels. Wow. This is what I found out doing the research yeah. the last few days. So He's, calling him a star of these movies is very uh, misleading. Very misleading. What ends up happening is what I did, which is I Googled everybody <laughs> in the cast. I could have just looked up killer wimpy kid yeah it would have came up right away that's why it didn't for me i think but i wanted to do the fun roundabout way where you google diary of a wimpy kid and then i I click on everybody in the cast and he's playing guess who yeah Yeah, so naturally it's a saturday night (laughs) the main kid is played by Zachary Gordon. That's the actor. Okay. He's the wimpy kid. Sounds like a wimpy kid. How many people do you think thought Zachary Gordon was the killer based on those headlines? I I, I did before I looked this up. That's what I thought, too. Exactly. Even Steve Zahn is in it. Yeah, I thought Zahn, maybe he'll kill him. I love Steve Zahn. Yeah, he was in White Lotus. I'm like, how could he kill someone? (laughs) So that's my spiel about that. I think it's a little disingenuous to say diary of a wimpy kid actor in every headline that being said i love the title of our episode yes (laughs) (laughs) we can't stress that enough (laughs) and we do have his clip from the movie if you want to see it yeah i do want to see it this is the only clip yep okay i did not see this movie so don't think i saw it but i do know the context of the clip they're putting on the wizard of oz as the school play okay okay and the main character, the wimpy kid, is one of the trees from The Wizard of Oz. And the teacher who's directing the play makes it so that none of the trees have armholes. So the kids are just standing there awkwardly in their costumes on stage. Yep. And the Ryan Grantham plays one of the students who is in the, in the play within the movie. He's playing a shrub. Not a tree. (laughs) He's a shrub. And so to pass the time, he's playing a video game in his costume. Uh, And that's so much more excited about this. That's the setup for this clip. I am ready to roll. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That's him. (laughs) Yeah, he's literally just on the ground playing a video game. This is acting. Playing like a Nintendo DS or something. Okay, now watch this. Oh, they're going to fall, of course. Someone trips over him. I think I my Perhaps we should cut out some armholes. You think? <laughs> I, heard he, I heard he lived in a tree for three years before he filmed this. Just to get into character. He's also method iron. <laughs> I love how they have the kid act like an 80-year-old Borscht Belt comedian. You think? You think? Yeah, think. <laughs> well, who do you think's writing this? Some hack fucking comedian who's you know, was like 80 years old, probably. <laughs> and so I think they thought maybe he was a bigger part of the movie because in some ways... Him being the shrub is yeah. an inciting incident yeah. because they trip over him and it leads the teacher to cut out armholes in the costumes so that the kids can have a big apple fight on stage. <laughs> apple fight! So they think it's a okay, very integral part to the movie. Yeah, so to the be- film, I'd call So it. he was in it for, you know, two seconds yeah. and they're like, oh, maybe because he was inciting incident, he's the whole key to the franchise. Sure. Yeah. Big time. Um, this is. Journalistic malpractice, these people. And I think they should. I think they should be prosecuted at the Hague <laughs> for war crimes. Let us know what you think in the comments. I'd love. I'd love to hear. But yeah, yeah. So after that, he goes on to score 
22 more castings and productions over the next nine years, including Supernatural, iZombie, Falling Skies, and his last role as Jeffrey in Riverdale. But before we get there, me and Alejandro found a clip, and we have differing opinions on the context of the clip or stuff that you could see in the clip. Because uh, one of his first leading roles was in this movie called Becoming Redwood in 2012. And he was 98... 2012 so he's only like 14 years old okay and i was thinking to myself watching him just speak like usually you can tell and you can see in a person's eyes if they're unhinged or like not all there or capable of violence uh i didn't see it in there oh yeah okay everyone i've ever known that's gone to jail i'm like oh yeah absolutely look into the eyes of a child of seven and you'll see the man at 57 interesting yeah okay we're going to take a peek at this interview and see if we can uh, spot the crazy, okay? Oh, I spotted it. <laughs> Apparently, Alejandro spotted can it. Can I uh, yeah. get a gander? And uh, I'm playing the role of Redwood. Redwood is a 11-year-old boy, and um, he's, he's holding a golf club. Is this the kid right here? Yeah. yeah. That's Grantham? What he wants. Like, as you can see, he tries everything to get his parents back together. I think determination is one of the biggest things a person can have, and I think because of Redwood, I've definitely grown in determination, so that's definitely going to stick with me. Yeah, he seems like a kid that would, like, throw a hot latte in, like, a production assistant face, (laughs) but at that age... Oh, and go back up a little bit. He says something interesting about parents. No, that's fine. It was kind of boring up until that point. So that's definitely going to stick with me. There are a lot of kids who have had these kind of parent troubles, and it's obviously something. How many parent troubles? If I could go back to the. You think? I think it's because of the fashion. Just because. Look at these. How awesome are these pants? You, you He's psyched about his plaid pants. You, like, we had to have this isn't coming across as like, psychotic to you? <laughs> he, he's a little too <laughs> overconfident <laughs> for me. If yeah. Red would have the motto, it would probably be never give up. Does that not look like Chucky? It would probably <laughs> For real. I think the wig he's wearing is insane. It, oh, that's other a than wig. That. Okay. I was <laughs> like, yeah, he looks like the Witcher as like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that's li- exactly what he looks like. Yeah. With a button up shirt and plaid pants on. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Netflix is the Witcher. Yeah. But you, I, I don't see a murderer okay. in that face. Well, I do. <laughs> no, but but he looks like a little sociopathic kind of Hollywood kid, though. He, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he looks like, you know, he'd. He'd stab his personal assistant or something. And who talked like that at that age? Like, oh, check out these pants. I said almond milk, bitch. Well, well, when you go on all these auditions, you're trained to be like this, you know, uh, sentient kind of robot fucking kid talking. Exactly. Yeah. You're raised to be almost like a a weird adult like to talk to the producers and stuff. It's odd. Um, It's it's frightening. Yeah. It's really scary. It is scary. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a great David Cronenberg movie called uh, Map of the Hollywood Stars, I think it's called. And there's a kid in it who is just like that. And it's a very fucked up like take on all these like child actors and the Hollywood system in general. Oh, I, wow. I, I, you know, everyone should watch that it. That sounds amazing, and I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. You should watch it. I'm surprised you haven't seen that or Footloose. Um, well, it's a growing <laughs> list, you know. But, Slapshot three as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but he but he did a psychological analysis on every actor in the Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Though, yeah, by process of elimination. So that was fascinating to me because I was actually pissed because yeah. I was like, 
I would like to. I'm gonna find the clip of him and Wimpy Kid. Yeah. And it took me forever because he was hardly in it. Yeah. So when I realized he played a shrub for two seconds, I'm like, that is false advertising. Yeah. Maybe the Disney scrubbed it or something off from the internet and stuff. And they gave him like a, a first and last name in the credits too. So I thought that was weird. Like, why are we giving him? It should just been like Shrub Kid. Yeah. yeah. I think that throws everybody off too. Shrub number three. Maybe it's a SAG <laughs> thing or something. Maybe his, yeah. he's, a, he's a really like. Pitbull agent or something. He's got a good manager. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She's she's getting 10% only. (laughs) Or they had a crystal ball and looked into the future. Yeah, geez. If they did, I think things would have gone a little Uh, differently. A little differently. Like The Wizard of Oz, to keep the reference going, they were doing the play in the movie. Yep. Like the witch's crystal ball. That's per- right. Perfect. Okay, I'm done. Perfect. But there was no man behind the curtain in this one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the dad was gone. <laughs> yeah, and his dick was gone too. <laughs> Just his mom was in front of the curtain. Hello. Got some daddy dick problems? <laughs> oh God. Um, where were we? <laughs> Wait till we execute my will. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> I didn't get dick. <laughs> Check, please. Yes, you did, kid. <laughs> uh, you think? You got a stick. <laughs> so, like I said, he, in 2019, played the role of Jeffrey in Riverdale. He was in one episode, but apparently he was a major character in the scheme of things because his character killed whoa, whoa, whoa. Archie's dad. Who was, it was like a big mystery who killed Archie's dad. We have the clip of that, too. Yes, we do. I guess he killed Archie's dad on the show by accident. Drunk driving. Yeah, and initially (laughs) his character's dad (laughs) takes the blame for it. Oh, really? And that's what this scene is all about. So he got a little older and now he's playing DUI murders. Yeah, this is a big scene. Tell me. Tell me, I swear. Kill you! Stop! He didn't do it. What? He didn't do anything wrong. Jeffrey, get upstairs. What's he talking about? What do you mean? He told the police he did it. To protect me, but it wasn't him. That kid was drunk? Okay, it it was me. It was my fault. The character, yes. I took the car when I wasn't supposed to. I, I, I... I, uh, uh, I, I don't even have my license. He has a white spritzer. He's a lousy actor. I had a Coors Light. Yeah, he had a Zima and killed somebody. (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's how you know he's a sociopath because he wasn't even believable as being sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's not believable in real life either. I do it again. Oh, All really? right, cut. Yeah. Can we do that? Uh, we'll do another take, but just go with the lines we gave you. Can you I run him over again? <laughs> you came across as creepy, cold, and distant. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, that's not really what we're doing here, and just use the lines we gave you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I never watched that Riverdale show. What is that? I didn't read the comics either. Reinvent the wheel here, you know? It's like a dark take on the Archie comics. Really? Jughead and all them, yeah. That's such a weird thing to do. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. <laughs> and to put it on the CW, like it's very uh, that odd. was on CW. Yeah. I thought uh, Netflix <laughs> took it over though, right? I think they might have. Yeah. yeah. Um, so nobody knew that this was going to end up being his last role. His last role being a fucking murderer, which is weird because he would go on to be a murderer in real life, but more intentional murderer. Yeah. After he filmed the episode, he decided to go to college, which is an odd choice. He's in 37 productions so far, and then just like, ah, I'm going to go get a Well, he's like the guy from art. Weezer, you know, he went to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> like the Weezer guy. Yeah, exactly like that. He's he like went... the Weezer guy. 
because he went to Simon Fraser University at Vancouver. Very so. different than Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Harvard of Vancouver, I heard. <laughs> okay, everyone, take out your textbooks, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Pop uh, quiz, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it was around this time that people noticed things were kind of, he was getting kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> getting getting kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. What's in your lunchbox, Ryan? Well, <laughs> Fuck a, you! A gun! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lunchbox! I'm in a gun! I'm in a lunchbox! We're only asking because it's moving. Yeah. Um, but there's a weird turn when when former child stars get to that a certain age where if, if, you, if you thought they were crazy before, it's going to get so much worse. But the weird thing is, to me, he never had to leave Vancouver. He was always in... British Columbia. Oh, he's always working there. Yeah, he was never even. He never he's not like an LA thing. kid. Yeah, oh, okay. it's not like he's snorting coke all the time with like strippers and stuff at the yeah. Viper Club, like <laughs> a Viper Room. I like the Viper Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the Viper Room is packed, yeah. the Viper Club is like right down the street to the left. Yeah, that's what Johnny Depp's mom calls it. You going on down there to the uh, that uh, Viper Club? The Viper Club. <laughs> that's the weapon that Ryan murdered his mom with. Yeah, the Viper Club. Yeah. <laughs> um, he ended up getting diagnosed with depression and quit school. And this was right at the start of the pandemic, too. So he started school in 2019. Beginning of 2020 is when we were all cooped up in our houses getting drunk. Yeah. Far too often. Yes. (laughs) And watching Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, He was smoking, like, pounds of weed just all day. and See, that'll lead to depression. That'll definitely lead to depression. But the weird thing is that weed generally doesn't make you a violent person. No. And especially doing a lot of it. They said that smoking way too much of it uh, can cause episodes of psychosis. So they yeah. think it's possible. Like chemical imbalance or something. or That, yeah, he was doing so much that it was triggering these insane episodes. But there had to have been a sociopathic element already there. Because they found out he was keeping a journal and was detailing day by day his violent, murderous thoughts. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yikes. He was spending his day... <laughs> He was spending his days on the dark web, and he was living at home, by the way, <laughs> yeah. with his mom. <laughs> the dark the web. The dark web, yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. So he's got, like, that Tor browser. He's, he's in, like, an idyllic, uh, you know, neighborhood of Vancouver. Yeah. Everything is perfect. He's probably got enough money just to even retire at, like, 19, 20 years old. They have socialized health care. I know. Yeah. What more could you want? Yeah. Good maple oh. syrup. Great yeah. syrup. Yeah. Love the bacon. Love yeah. the bacon. <laughs> So he's spending all his days on the dark web watching videos of, <laughs> of people being brutally murdered. Oh, my God. And he's detailing in his journal how much he loves watching them. And so he's just all day watching people actually getting executed. So he's like you. Yeah. 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 This is not far from what your day-to-day. This is how the podcast started, actually. Yeah, you watching like old Faces of Death videos. Yeah. <laughs> so he decided eventually that he wanted to carry out his murderous fantasies. Wait a second. Did like I wonder if a psychiatrist it was their idea to, for the journal. You know, just like, hey, why don't you write it? They think it's gonna be positive. Then they read it. They're like, I Jesus. can't. I can't see you anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really busy. You need help. I can't give you. Oh my I'm god. I'm moving to I'm leaving. <laughs> he kills himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen too much. <laughs> 
Yeah, he turns over the last page and then just blows his brains yeah. out. <laughs> Ryan watches it on the dark web. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much the mom knew how dark his world was at this time. She did not because a little bit before this, she was diagnosed with, um, it, it was like late stage cancer. Oh my God. So she was like going through her own shit. And oh. Maybe this had something to do with it. Was going back and forth to treatment and stuff and was yeah. like really sick. Clearly that had to have affected his and psyche. The, and the dad was never in the picture? No, he doesn't even know who his dad is. Since he was born, remember? Yeah. yeah. Um, Mary Kay Bergman went through a similar feeling of depression when her mom had cancer. But was the thing is, yeah. usually with weed addiction, with yep. that kind of bad news, Put you in a bad place. it'll lead to more inward suicidal thoughts. Yeah. You know, if you're a normal human being, a decent person. Yeah. But this sociopath, it's not inward. He wants to go kill somebody else. Yeah, exactly. But it looks like a lot of things piled on at the same time. And when you have that complex, like you are that kid on set, you know, you're very important. And, you know, and then once that goes away too, add that to it. You know, you, you're, 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 you're not the same status level as, as you once were. No one knows you on this campus. No one cares about you. Yeah. And you're just not like an important person. When you go on a movie set and you're like a kid star, you're like a fucking rock star there. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey, can I get you a latte? You know, then yeah. you, you throw the, the hot latte in their face <laughs> and, it, it, and it burns their uh, skin off. <laughs> He's trying to do the same shtick as the Becoming Redwood set from a decade earlier. Yeah. Like, hey, check out these pants, eh? <laughs> Pretty wild, eh? Yeah, everyone in school is like, hey, we don't even know who you are. We don't know what's going on here. What's with the wig? Yeah, he's not getting the same wig. He's wearing that wig. <laughs> he's wearing the Witcher wig to school in the morning. <laughs> People are scared. Why are you holding a golf club, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In the month of March 2020, obviously, like we said, things are piling up. Uh, people are probably like, oh, but his career wasn't over. It, you know, it's, he still was just in Riverdale. But in any actor, anybody that was in the entertainment industry at that time, when the pandemic hit, everything shut down. Mm -hmm. We didn't know when it was coming back. So that was definitely a, a key part to his brain being not in the right spot. Based on the pop culture flash, March 30th, 2020, it wasn't full shutdown for very long. Right. But to his credit, I do remember the first week or two of the shutdown, and it was frightening. Oh, absolutely. But you Canada weren't sure if it was over, over. Canada took it way more, even more seriously than the U.S. did. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. In the month of March this year, 2020, he started filming his descent into madness on his GoPro. Yikes. So he started doing like a video journal. Oh boy. <laughs> I want to join the dark web. Yeah, yeah. he's like the Joker. <laughs> yeah, Insane. I know. Imagine having to be the mom in this house. Oh. She's just living with him while he's doing all this stuff, but not knowing that he's doing any of this stuff. Oh my god! Uh, he bought a bunch of rifles, ammo, and other deadly weapons that he stashed in his room, and he would record himself loading and unloading the guns. And she's not hearing any of this. Just yeah, who, I don't know. Even Jeffrey Dahmer's grandma, <laughs> that old granny, found his mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. And she's not hearing him cocking these guns. Well, it could be a big house. <laughs> yeah, it is. It was it's a pretty decent sized house. Yeah, the house, yeah, the house yeah. that Wimpy built. That Wimpy built, All yeah. that bush money, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just down there with all these rounds of fucking, you know, in these guns and fucking who knows what else. It's crazy. 
During the month of March 2020, he would film himself multiple times sneaking behind his mother and putting the rifle at the back of her head, but not pulling the trigger. What? And he would run away before she noticed anything. How did, how did, how did anyone know this? Though? He filmed it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he had the camera secretly set up somewhere. Yeah, he had it like attached to his hat or his chest, like uh, in one of those like oh holsters, a gold, GoPro holster. <gasps> yeah. What the fuck? So he's literally recreating one of those POV shots from horror movies. We like in Halloween where you see the killer lurking around. Yeah, like the Mike house. Myers. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, just walking around. That's the house. disturbing. That yeah. poor mom. Oh my god, she had no idea. She'd just be sitting playing the piano. I think deep down, she, she, piano. She must have known her son was kind of a kooky guy. Yeah. At some point, did well, she? You know, yeah. every mom wants to give their son the benefit of the doubt, and I'm sure when he's like, "I want to be an actor," she's like, "Anything to get this kid mind on something else because yeah. he's crazy." No, I don't think so because really, they, she was his biggest cheerleader and supporter, and like they were like best friends. And the sister said that the mom never said anything about Ryan. Uh, being weird or off or seemingly violent or nothing. Wow. Again, what was her occupation? Manager. All right, come on. So, yeah, she's he, she's a PR person, too, so maybe she's not going to tell you exactly what's going yeah, on. Yeah, but there. why not tell the sister? you got to vent to somebody. Yeah, I guess. I vent about the kid that is bringing Biden. in the dough? Uh, Alejandra has no respect for this mother. No. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but she's taking the money, huh? Yeah, follow <laughs> the money. <laughs> No, I do. I do. It's just you're making it sound like, oh, they were just angels, best friends, and she never had a bad word. Well, yeah. I mean, she's. If would you start complaining about your, you know, money bag? <laughs> your money bag. Yeah, you know, maybe. Well, yeah. He he he's running the house because he's kind of the boss. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And to give her a little more credit, she is ill. Yeah. So maybe she's out Extremely, of it. Extremely. Yeah. And not noticing. I feel for her. Look, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Yeah. I'm just saying again, let's be real. <laughs> okay. You know, she was the breadwinner. He's doubling down on it. Yeah. Okay. All while this is happening, it finally comes down to March 30th, 2020. Ryan would finally make his fantasies a reality. Oh, boy. Uh, while his mother was playing the piano, something that she loved doing, it cheered her up and made her feel good. Uh, Ryan filmed himself going upstairs, loading his rifle walking back down the stairs and sitting on the bottom step, listening to her play for a while. After a few minutes, he sneaks behind her, points the rifle to the back of her head, and pulls the trigger. She had no idea what happened. What? Dead. Wow. Immediately. This is all on camera, by the way. He's filming all of this on his GoPro. So his, Almighty. What the fuck? His mother, his biggest supporter and best friend, was shot dead at the age of 64 by a spineless Ryan Grantham. What? Her son. An asshole. And oh her best God. friend, according to you. And manager. Yeah. <laughs> Alejandro doesn't want you to forget. <laughs> yeah, don't forget that. <laughs> no, I feel for her. That, this is a tragedy. This, yeah. is, that, this is insane. Nobody deserves that. Yeah. So while she's bleeding out on the ground, he records a four-minute confession that shows his mother's bloody and lifeless body on the floor in the background. Oh, my God. Oh. So he confesses. Right in the moment. While she's still bleeding out, yeah. In his trial, he said that if she was conscious at all, she knew that it was him eventually because she would have seen him. Oh, what a douchebag. Yeah. He doesn't even entertain the thought like, well, I hope she went fast so she didn't suffer. He's like, well, she might have known it was me. If yeah, she... what literally. A, what a sociopathic. What's his motive? I, I don't even know what's going on. Oh, here. I'll give you the motive in okay. a second. Okay. Okay. Wow. 
After recording the confession, he goes back upstairs to his room where he smoked weed and watched Netflix for the rest of the night. The next day, he wakes up. He goes downstairs. He covers his mother in a white sheet, hung a rosary from her piano, and lit candles all around her body. And you would think this is where the story ends. Oh, my God. Please stop. <laughs> think again. <laughs> so the next day, on April 1st, Ryan loaded his car with multiple guns, ammunition, 12 Molotov cocktails, and a printed MapQuest direction sheet to the Rideau Cottage in Ottawa, Ontario. That's old school, the map quest. Yeah, what year is this? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like 2005. Otherwise known as the current home of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Oh, my God. Yeah. Trudeau comes back into it with a vengeance. So he wrote... the story. Yeah, he wrote all in his journal about wanting to kill Justin Trudeau. The reasons uh, are unknown to the public, but it was in his trial that um, he really wanted the Prime Minister dead. Is it because of the lockdowns? So people speculated maybe he bought into some like QAnon theories or like was upset about the uh, lockdown. I think he was upset about him doing blackface twice. So he had to go. <laughs> God. Trudeau, never forget. <laughs> Trudeau had to go. So he's kind of an SJW then. It could be, yeah. The ultimate. Yeah. Yeah, or he didn't like uh, how he was flirting with Ivanka Trump. Hey, that's... that was going on at that time. Hey, we can't have on. that. So many questions for me. <laughs> She's as got to, it as to why he would do all. Like, obviously, he's a young dumb kid that yeah. knows nothing about the world. You know, he's driven himself insane. Yeah, with all this weed, and he's got no other friends or people that he talks to. It seems like. Yeah, and what about this? What if he was trying to be compassionate to his mom and end her suffering? We'll hear in his words why he actually did it after this story. After this commercial break? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking what, about? What are we waiting for? <laughs> like, <laughs> we got Ridge Wallets for sale, guys. <laughs> Heinz Ketchup. Come and get it. Next week on Death and Entertainment. Sponsored Stamp, by... <laughs> Stamps.com. <laughs> Pow! All right. So his whole plan... For reasons unknown, he was trying to kill the prime minister. Um, he was driving all the way to Ottawa, which, if you don't know, from Vancouver to Ottawa would be like driving from Los Angeles to New York City. Like, it's a long wow. fucking way. Um, and through Canada. Yeah. And there's by, a lot of moose. By land, by land mass, Canada has is the biggest country in the world. Oh, wow. By land mass. All that mass. That yeah. country's thick. <laughs> 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 so as he's driving from Vancouver to Ottawa, he has a change of heart. And he goes, you know what? I'm going to let Justin live. Uh, but what I'm going to do is either commit a mass murder at my college, Simon Fraser University at Vancouver. Harvard of, of the Vancouver. Yeah. Kind of like Elliot Roger yes. years before. Or at Lionsgate Bridge, which is a very congested roadway with little chance for a quick escape if people were shooting at you, if you're just stuck on a bridge. Just like the last man standing, just shooting his way out of the bridge. Crazy. Yeah, exactly. And what would this prove? Because yeah. at one point, it's maybe about the m compassion for the mom, and another point, it's about QAnon, yeah. protecting the people. What would shooting yeah, his the motives bridge... and reasonings are all over the place. It makes no sense. What does that accomplish? What you're saying makes complete sense because this whole thing is just odd because he had written in his journal that he wanted to be known as a serial killer, not a mass murderer. Um, but being a serial killer usually entails planning very deliberate kills with a particular type of person. Like Ted Bunny killed young women, 
Dahmer would hunt gay men, etc. Right. So it's usually like there's like a pathos, and it's like a span of like thirty to forty years. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's doing it in like two days. Yeah, and he said he didn't want to become a mass murderer, so that's exactly what he would have mm. done if he went to the school or the bridge. Um, right. So, yeah, being a serial killer. More than anything, I think we can all agree, takes commitment to a plan, okay? Yeah. And this guy was just all over the place. He didn't and have the ambition for that. No. Yeah, he's a f- lousy actor, and he's also a lousy serial killer. Yeah. yeah. So while he's driving and you know deciding whether or not he's going to go to the college or the bridge, uh, his sister Lisa has been trying to call their mom all day and not getting an answer. She keeps calling and texting and just had a sinking feeling in her gut that something bad had happened because their mother would never go that long without texting or calling back. Um, And Lisa is living somewhere else. Yeah. She's out of school at this point. Yeah, she's not at home. Um, So Lisa actually drives over to the mother's house, keys in, and finds her mother's body covered in a bloody sheet with melted candles all around her. Ugh. And obviously immediately calls the police. God damn it. What a thing to find. I cannot imagine what that felt like. Well, just the shock horror. of like what would bring this on? Or like yeah. like it couldn't have been my brother. Who the hell did this then? And where is my brother? Right, exactly. Do we know how long he was odd like this? Like really? Like or was he always kind of odd? Like based much- on that video from before where he looked like the Witcher, he was always kind of odd. I agree. The lawyers and stuff were saying 2019 is when all this kind of started for okay. him. It could just seem weird because he was Canadian and maybe just like, <laughs> you know, it's a different uh, culture and maybe they're all, the, all the kids are weird there. And the fact that he looked like Chucky and he's holding a golf club. <laughs> yeah. Could be no, but seriously, I, I'm just wondering, was he always kind of a douchebag? No. That's why it was so weird. It was just that last, I mean, probably internally, yes, but- there wasn't anybody that really had a sense that he was capable of any of this. But sociopaths, they don't really, they, they don't start acting out on their sociopathy until like their 20s. So he was yeah. probably just getting around that age where it was like time to like mentally, it was just, you know, things were changing in his brain mm-hmm. and like it was going to come out eventually. Yeah. he was. Maybe 20- his dad was the same way. He was 21 when this all went down. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Could be hereditary. The dad, you know, piece of shit, you know. The balls on the dad would just like, you know, have some kids and just take off like that. Yeah. The sister calls the police, obviously reports it. They show show up there. All this is happening while he's still driving back, deciding whether or not he's going to do the college or the bridge. And for, again, reasons unknown, he, instead of going and killing a bunch of people at either of those locations, he passes a police station, pulls over into it immediately, and just confesses. He walks in, he goes, I just killed my mother. Um, I was on the way to kill Justin Trudeau. I have video of me loading the gun and killing my mom and confessing. It's in the car, you can get it. And all this, there's a bunch of rifles and Molotov cocktails in there too, by the way. So he immediately gets arrested and charged with second-degree murder, which in Canada, any conviction for murder... Um, of any degree, first, second, or third, uh, is if you're found guilty, automatic life in prison. The only thing that changes is being eligible for parole at a certain point. Interesting. They obviously, first degree mur- murder, you get no parole. Second yeah. or third degree, you would get parole. Hmm. So he still can be paroled? If he's found guilty. 
This my, is the trial. You know my oh, okay. <laughs> my theory about him. Maybe he just needed a, a nice drive, nice long drive. Maybe that's what cooled him off. And that's, <laughs> maybe that's what, that's what did it. And then he just conv- he's like he didn't have that kind of thirst for for murder anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just a theory. Why why would he just stop and just confess? Or he saw a moose in front of a waterfall and he's like, look at how beautiful the Canadian countryside is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn myself in. <laughs> So during the trial, <laughs> the videos were shown and his journal was read. And to me, it seems very odd that he would still be prosecuted under second degree murder. Um, it was his lawyers that argued his actions were not based out of hatred or malice and no premeditation. The reason he did what he did was because he didn't want his mother to suffer knowing that he was the one who killed the prime minister of Canada. Because she was already saying? going through enough on her own. That is wow. Not even the cancer thing. Just suffered knowing that her son, and then she combined with the cancer and being such a disappointment, and he didn't want her, her to suffer at the end of her life, knowing that her son was capable of such a thing. Wow. She didn't like the Riverdale scene or something. <laughs> like, why was he such a disappointment at that point? Well, l- little do we know. Like, we don't know how much he auditioned. And just didn't get roles. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably went for like bigger roles that he just never got. You d- we don't really see it, you know, from our perspective. But right. he's probably going out there, not getting a lot of stuff, not getting any reaction. And his agent, not his manager, is probably like, yeah, you know, people just aren't biting for you today. You know, and just like that's what was going on. And, you know, we don't see it because we think he's like a very successful child actor. But the tide has turned and he's not even that, you know, um, He's not that great anyway. Yeah, that does make sense. And he's also sense. not getting any more roles. It does make sense, the way of having anxiety about your career, like you said. Yes. On the outside, it's like, to anybody that's not in the industry, it's like, oh my God, this guy's moving on up. But it could be he just reached, he just peaked, and that's it. Like Jonathan Brandis, similar thing, future episode. But like he wasn't getting anything. Like He got that Ladybugs movie with Ronnie Dangerfield, which is ridiculous. Yeah, in 1992. Yeah, and but like later on in his career, like a couple of years later, he wasn't getting any callbacks. It just wasn't. He didn't have any traction. He was cut out of the movie Hearts War with Bruce Willis. Oh wow, cut out, and that's what started his same depression. Thing, same thing with uh, David Axelrod from uh, Sunday David Lee Strickland. David Strickland. <laughs> I always every got episode. Dale. I know. <laughs> He really wants Obama's but, buddy to yeah, be yeah. a killer, <laughs> whatever press or secretary, a, not killer, but a victim. But you know, but you know what I mean. He got cut out of that movie too. David was, Strickland was in Forces of Nature. Yeah, had more scenes than we saw in the finished product, and that bummed him out. Yeah, but he yeah. wasn't cut out. Jonathan Brandis was actually cut out entirely. Yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty. David ruthless. Strickland was just whining about, yeah. <laughs> you know, he got it got pared down to like. And as I've said, he should have been happy he was cut out of that movie. Yeah, it sucked forces anyway. of nature. The defense during the trial also stated that the second degree murder charges were appropriate because he did not plan out the murder of his mother, and I think that's complete bullshit. I think we've seen, we haven't seen, but the jury and everybody in the courtroom saw the video of him going up to her multiple times, pointing it at the back of her head and not pulling the trigger and going away before she noticed. Exactly. It was premeditated. It was not only premeditated, it was rehearsed. Um, So only investigators and people in the courtroom have seen the horrible videos and his chilling confession on the GoPro. He was found guilty and sentenced to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 14 years, uh, which is 
2036. So you can just shoot your mom in the head and then get out in 14 years. Like, that's insane. Wow. And I don't know the rules, too. Like, I don't know if you can upgrade charges after the trial already started to be like, no, this was clearly first-degree murder. Um, no, I, th- I think if a prosecutor states the charges, I don't think they can upgrade them. I, that's, that's some, like, crazy, you know... Um, uh, you know, TV movie type thing, where, you know, Law and Order, where they upgrade the charges. I don't think they'd really do that in real life. Yeah. Um, his lawyer announced that Grantham is now seeking psychiatric help in prison and has heard positive reviews about his behavior. Oh, how nice. Yeah. That's, you know, very good. It's people like his performances again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she, his lawyers also acknowledged his apology, saying she believed he is truly remorseful because Grantham addressed the court earlier this year saying, I cannot explain or justify my actions. It hurts me to think about how badly I've wasted my life. So it's about him. It's not even about the mom. Mm-hmm. It hurts me to think about how much I've wasted my life. Like, go fuck yourself. He is so concerned with them, himself at every, at every angle, it seems like. Yeah. And, and no one else. Right. Mom, you got to take me out on these auditions. I want to be an actor. She made his career. Right. He is not worthy of a career in acting at all. No. He no. sucks. <laughs> he, really, he couldn't even play a shrub well. Alejandro <laughs> d- doesn't think much of her, what she's done, but I, I think she did wonders <laughs> with what she was given with a, with a mediocre actor. Where did I say that? All I said is that she had some motivation to keep the... Train the money running. train coming. <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And keep the keep the crazy talk quiet, and then keep the money coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I want to say about his premeditation. Obviously, it follows a pattern of mass murderers. That is a classic thing that they do before the big shooting: is kill one of their parents. They do, yeah. You know, or they to, go back home and do it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. To to shield them for it, or because they hate them, whatever the case. Yeah, that happens quite a bit. His sister Lisa actually testified during the trial. Um, she said she was sick over it because her mom, who was battling cancer, was vulnerable, and she added that Ryan gave her no chance to defend herself. And it pains her to know that Ryan was a danger to her life. And she said that she fears that her brother will be released from prison. Oof. Which, with the Delphi murders, I don't know how many people have been following this. It's a huge story this week. Um, they finally caught someone who they think they know is the killer. Uh, but everything's been sealed. And so nobody's getting details yet. And people are freaking out, being like, release the information. But the family's wish is that the documents are sealed until the trial starts. For the Delphi murders. Yes. And what are the Delphi murders? Uh, the two girls that were on Snapchat that caught their killer following them right before they were murdered in Delphi, Indiana. Wow. Yeah. Creepy. Um, I think just follow the wishes of the people who are related to the people who have been killed. Yeah. Like, if the sister doesn't want her brother to be released, if she's scared, we should all be scared. Like, fucking lock him up and that's it. Throw away the key. Show them that interview from 2012. Yeah. And so you really want this guy on the streets? Lock the <laughs> gates. That's what I said. Lock the gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he has the possibility to get out and, you know, possibly start acting again in 14 years. We oh, don't know. God. Yeah. That would be a career resurgence. Yeah. <laughs> That's his reconnaissance. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> Grand Grand Hollandson. <laughs> he wins an Oscar. Grand Thomasons. <laughs> he stars as himself yeah. in the TV version. Yeah. Then Will Smith go, goes out there and slaps him. <laughs> then everyone they they'd give him another Oscar for that. Yeah, yeah. Public service. That's how he comes back. <laughs> will Smith will be already allowed back uh, to the Oscars for four years by the time he gets oh, out. Really? If he gets out, yeah. Like all these dates are matching up. Yeah, it yeah. comes full circle. Like we're all going to survive to those to these dates anyway. No, Release that, the Smith. Yeah. <laughs> that poor sister. I mean, come on. She lost her whole family. That's yeah. it. Oh, what a tragedy. Her dad left when she was very young. Yep. And then to lose your mom in that manner. Yeah. And to have your brother not only be an embarrassment and then on top of it you got his shitty acting filmography to back it up yeah what's more embarrassing (laughs) that is (laughs) yeah it is like this is nothing good about this guy (laughs) like that god that sister she needs to i hope she finds peace yeah and is around good people and doesn't go to try to visit her shitty brother no i I very much doubt it yeah Yeah. Yeah. and that's another thing too it's like i haven't seen any testimony from her saying that she saw this coming in any way i think it's just a complete shock and the fact that he was just in his room watching dark web videos of people being murdered and like getting off to it i don't think anybody knew that that it was happening no no, I mean, what what can you say? It's like that don't fuck with cats guy. Yeah. You never know yeah. how far they're going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, and the mom, I don't know. But it's it's hard to, like, could she have gone in the, the basement and, like, saw the guns and stuff? Or They were in his room. I mean, and she could have, yeah, at any point probably found them. But But he was an adult. Right. He wasn't a kid anymore. It's just weird that all this know. happened outside the sphere of Hollywood. Like this that's all happened what, in a small town expected. in yeah. British Columbia. Like, I thought what? he was like doing coke on Sunset Boulevard or something. No, he just lived at home, kept to himself, and then killed his mom. It's just a very weird, wacky story. Yeah. And the other weird part is that he did have. <laughs> Thank you, Carson. Yeah, <laughs> that he did <laughs> have. Johnny. <laughs> Leno's there too. He's like, you see this guy up in Canada? He, he shot his mom. That a wimpy kid. You got a weird, weird guy. If you ask me, maybe kind of a wimpy killer there. You know what I mean? That'd be a good title. <laughs> All right. Um, the fact that he did have Riverdale. That's yeah. A popular show. He had a big scene in it. That is the scene you put in the actors' reel. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't do him any good because that scene sucked. <laughs> you know, he was horrible in it, but yeah. still. But I will play devil's advocate. I I stand by my theory that he would not he was not getting any calls back from anyone about any any roles or anything. They're like, this kid is not only a monster on set, probably <laughs> he also sucks in his <laughs> scenes. So he, he could have been a monster as well to work with. Monster for yeah, the director is probably like, oh god, this kid can't even deliver two lines. <laughs> Maybe and. And you know you get a bad rep around town if you if you're people are like this kid's weird. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he Word might have been just like fast. the cheap cheap version. Like, oh, we'll get this kid in Canada yeah. for do it on the on the sly. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> it's like shooting shooting Vancouver for New York. You yeah, know? <laughs> shooting this weird Witcher kid for a normal yeah. kid. We need that creepy, unlikable. Yeah. Actor from we, Canada. We can't pay. We can't afford one of the Skarsgård kids. So yeah, we're, we're gonna get this weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. 
who the hell knows? It's just a weird, weird uh, whole set of circumstances that unfolded. And uh, rest in peace to Barbara. That is uh, brutal. Barbara he- Grantham? Barbara Waite. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if what the security like is for Trudeau, like if he could have actually penetrated their, you know, security. Oh, I doubt it. There's no way. Yeah. Is there just like a one big moose out front or something? (laughs) (laughs) Trudeau's in blackface. Okay. He's like, come and get me. (laughs) He's like Tony Montana. I'm reloading. (laughs) And Ryan comes dressed as the shrub (laughs) for like camouflage. (laughs) Well, well, Pacino was actually in like, uh, like, Brown, like he was pretending to be a, oh, big time, a Cuban yeah. guy, also. Yeah. Oh, in Scarface. In Scarface, yeah. yeah. So he was like doing it with the same suit and everything. <laughs> 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 that all you got? We're big kid. <laughs> and Ryan Grantham's like, next stop is Mickey Rooney for his Asian face. Oh, yeah. Oh, my That's God. true. Yeah. Then then Jimmy Fallon is last on the list yeah. <laughs> for his blackface. Everyone must go down. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a long, it's a long list. We don't have enough time. I know, yeah. <laughs> and the, he's list, like, the list unfurls. <laughs> he's like, I only wish I could have killed Al Jolson. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Dig him back up and kill him again. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, final thoughts, kids. <sighs> Rest in peace. I, this one snuck up on me. I'll be honest with you, Kyle. I didn't yeah. know what was going on here. I came in blind, and uh, I I wish I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and R.I.P. Barb. Barb. Yeah. Barbara. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. I'll say it again. I think that she was probably a wonderful mother. Yeah, of course. And wow. manager. <laughs> what, a, what a 180 yes. you've done here. <laughs> she took 10%, but okay. she also probably put it back she into the hard. family. Yes. Yeah. She did the work. She did the work. Yeah, that's uh, rest in peace. And what a weird fucking family. Yeah. Like, I, you know, maybe it didn't start that way, but. Uh, you think? It certainly ended that way. Yeah. yeah. To quote the wimpy oh, kid yeah. actor. Nice. You think? Nice callback. Callback. <laughs> and I have two questions. What was he watching on Netflix that night? That's one of my questions, And too. what song was the mom playing on the piano? There's someone on Reddit that said, am I fucked up for wanting to know what song she was playing? Not at all. <laughs> That's a good question. It, it is. It was like Wagner or something. Or it, something it's like... Chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> She's learning the piano. <laughs> Mary had a little... Fuck, I can't get that part. Yeah. That... By all accounts, she was very talented and... Um... Yeah, because she was sick, she was getting back to like things that made her happy. Or was it like a Sondheim Broadway show tune? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like, tonight, tonight. <laughs> that's all we got. That's all we got all for right. you guys. Well, uh, follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Instagram. Twitter at DiePod2021. Instagram at Death and Entertainment. Also, YouTube, Death and Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And email us at Death and Entertainment at Gmail if you feel like it. And TikTok. And TikTok. At if you're different. feeling frisky. Feeling frisky. We uh, we got a big following. We got Hong Kong. We got Slovakia. We're taking over the world. One country. <laughs> one territory at a time. Might we enter the Canadian province? Hey, we soon. might with this episode. Shout out to Vancouver. Uh, give, we love you. 
Yeah. <laughs> we love your colleges. <laughs> and Toronto. You're not so shabby either. Yeah, yeah right? Love Toronto. Yeah. Ottawa. Ottawa. Well, you know. Yeah, let's, not, <laughs> let's not get hysterical. Let's not get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Arrivederci. Until next time. Bye now. Don't go dying on us. A. Bye. You have just heard a true Hollywood murder mystery. I have never seen anything like this before. The movies, Broadway, music, television, all of it. A place that manufactures nightmares. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. Good night. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. <laughs>